Hey, you're Stocks from the Five Yard Rush podcast and you're listening to the Ballers Dynasty podcast. You're either here because you're in the league or you just got lost. What's up, ballers? This is the Week 9 Review Show, and as always, I've got Stomo here to run through it all. Hey, mate. All right, Pitsy, how are you? Very good, thank you. How was your weekend? Nice bonfire night and stuff like that? Yeah, it was pretty good, thanks. And I've come home to, uh, obviously, I just finished work, and I've come home to a nice warm house. Emma's put the heating on for the first time today, so <laughs> I feel quite toasty in the house today. It's nice. Nah, that's, that's money just going right out of the house there. I know, but like this morning, I was as it was on late. It was colder in the house than it was outside. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Emma, I think you're allowed to. You're allowed to have some you can, heat you at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. I'll let her off. Great. And uh, for the first time this season, and first time since the championship ring was placed upon his finger, we have the reigning championship uh, champion of the pod tonight. Simon is. Yeah, hey mate. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. How is everyone? Good, mate. Good to have you back on the pod. Oh, thank the champ you. Is, the champ is in the room. Ah, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't try and sort of shout that out too much. <laughs> I would. Yeah, we got we got rid of the last person who was too boastful about things. <laughs> That's probably a good reason, good reason why I haven't won it yet, because that'd have been every single pod. It's like the uh, reigning champion. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, big thanks to Stocks though. He's uh, yeah giving up his spot so I could come on to the, this evening. Uh, just just to let him know, I will be looking at that trade. I was just sort of seeing if Dan was going to come in with like four first round picks for it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know yet. So we'll see. He hasn't got his twenty twenty seven picks yet, hasn't done so. He, he won't have played any of those yet. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Well, it's good to have you back. Uh, good to have two of the uh, champions on the pod tonight. So yeah. Mm. So it's almost a winner's pod. <laughs> All right, I'll get there soon enough. Not if I have anything to say about it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Looking tight at the top there. Um, I was just trying to think, right? You know, when we talked about Thacker and his tune and Stocks' tune and Rob's tune, I was like, for the life of me, I can't remember what Simon's is. No, I couldn't. I was, funnily enough, I was going to say, I wonder what, if Simon can actually remember his. Uh, I th- I've got it recorded. I mean, I'll have it. On the thing oh. and, and written down somewhere. So I just have to uh, yeah, it's um, uh, I go driving in my car by madness. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, let's Maybe go to the, um, the bluey theme tune instead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have to say, I, I was actually thinking about that. You, sh- you should probably ch- chuck a bit of that in there, as in, as I have changed the team and uh, oh. yeah, sort of the old team, all things bluey and the team at the moment. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah, let's go bluey and driving in size car and let's kick the show off with the dropping a beat. <laughs> Man, I'm getting good nice. at this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. Pitsy, hit, hit us, man. Hit us. What you got? What's right. your highlight? Uh, well, you'll be all happy to know it is not Pickens this week. Oh. We're absolute toss pot. Um, it is the Bucks Texans game. That was just insane. So good to watch. Back and forth. Uh, the rookie quarterback just absolutely went nuts. And then on top of that, you get a running back kicking a bloody field goal. <laughs> just <laughs> had absolutely everything. Uh, so yeah, that was that was one of my highlights. I got another one as well. And why before we go into the next one, why did the running back kick? I actually missed that bit. I saw him do it, but I was like, I think well, it, how, how was Fairbairn yeah. got himself injured? Yeah, uh, during the game. Yeah, yeah. But I think not the kick, not the field goal was the impressive. It was the fact that afterwards he put the ball through the uh, end zone on the kickoff. On the kickoff, yeah. yeah. I didn't write it down, so I couldn't remember what his name was, but mm. I definitely knew I wasn't going to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, anyway, my second one is Taysom Hill. I know this is a bit of a random one, but the fact that he got a receiving touchdown in this last game means that he now becomes one of, like, I think, only three or four players that have had 10 plus passing touchdowns 10 plus running touchdowns and now he has just got his 10th receiving touchdown so that that's, is uh, that's quite a stat isn't it yeah that, that's a list to join yeah mm. I don't I can't remember who it is on the actual list but I think there's, there's not that many that have had 10 passing 10 running and now 10 receiving as well and Jack Nakba he is for sure isn't he so he's, he's got more than 10 passing. He's got more than 10 running. I can't remember. I think it was like in the 20s on some of them. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, good effort. You can't knock that, mate. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Two random highlights for you. Yeah. So you got uh, some highlights or a highlight? I have two highlights and following on from one highlight, it's a negative as well. So oh, uh, nice. the first one to highlight, you know, going back to the Texans, I, I had a, a CJ Stroud and the Texans, uh, a 42 for 470 yards and five touchdowns. That's crazy. It's a yeah, rookie but... single game passing yard record. Uh, the, the game winning drive. I mean, that was just ridiculous. Like 46 seconds left. He started that and he threw, I think to tank Dell with like six seconds left to win the game. Yeah. yeah, it was only like there was only like three drives as well, like three. It was yeah, really some, some really quick pay, uh, sort of um, uh, uh, passes there, and it was just yeah, just watching it was just like yeah, you think the Bucks are going to win this? Oh yeah, they've got the touchdown. Forty six seconds left, nothing's going to happen. Bang, 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 bang. Thank you very much. We'll take the the win. Um, so yeah, so with those five touchdowns, uh, here's a stat. Yeah, Rob will like this one. Uh, so he now has a fourteen to one touchdown to interception ratio. This ties a record with a certain Mr. Mahomes for the most career passing touchdowns before he's thrown his second interception. Oh, wow. That's sweet. That's good. And this, and this goes with the record of 186 passes before he threw his first one, surpassing Dak. Uh-huh. Uh, th- this kid is yeah, looking good. Yeah, uh, like he's got rookie success. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the second year. Does he get a second year dip? And right now, are the Panthers sitting there going, "Oh, we picked the wrong oh, one"? Oh, we've made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I was thinking that. Didn't... Looking at how always... Uh, I mean, weirdly, though, the Panthers won last week against the Texans. Uh, it kind of looked like their rookie was the correct decision and all that. But then you turn around and look at how the Panthers did this week and with how many interceptions he got and how awful that game was to then especially highlighted then how the Texans played their game. It was yeah, it's it's a bit of a an odd one. Didn't yeah. he didn't he do bad on the, the like not the I don't know the whatever the equivalent of like the IQ test is and that's why he slipped down the list. Because uh, he, he didn't do as well as um young on that, that you know so that, like the IQ test. Um, and that's why I think he slipped down. But yeah, apparently he's just not as bright. But you don't have to be well, as bright. I, chuck I don't a ball know. Like that, can you? I'm gonna say 148.1 QB rating can't be that bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll give you another stat for him as well. Yeah. He has now got more um, passing touchdowns in his career in the NFL uh, than Pickett has. <laughs> no, I saw that one. I saw that one. Yeah. That's nice. just that just says it all for how the Steelers' offense is right now and how yeah. bad everything is at the moment. Yeah, so so carrying on from that, like you know, expanding that further, he's sort of you know he's revitalized the Texans. I mean, okay, they're four and four, which is nothing to write home about, but definitely the most improved team in the NFL this year. I mean, their defense yeah. is playing well. Yeah, they're emerging from the you know the Bill O'Brien disaster. I mean, you know, no first when they traded D Hop, giving up two firsts and a second to Miami. You know, only got a third for Clowney. So, you know, they're really starting to come up. Their team is young. And it looks like, you know, the Texans could become a contender in a couple of years. You know, they, they keep going the way they're going. They're, seems like a good young team, good young coach. Who knows? Yeah, good one to watch because they're normally just, you know, not very exciting, are they? Um, but, yeah, they do definitely look like, and they're playing some good, exciting ball, which is good. Yeah, and I think I, I heard um, someone was talking about the two quarterbacks that they've just had, obviously, Watson being one. And if you had to choose one to start the, a, um, a franchise right now between the two, you'd be taking the Texans' rookie, wouldn't you? You'd be taking Stroud all day long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so seeing, you know, uh, Watson struggles in Cleveland and he hasn't played for a month, you know, and Stroud's just racking up numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Was that the was that the two, or did you have a negative somewhere? Well, that, that, that was the first one. The second one. Let me take you back to uh, twenty twenty one, uh, week sixteen, the fourth quarter, two fifty uh, two minutes fifty nine seconds to go in the game. Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger throws a fifteen yard touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson. Now six hundred and sixty eight days and one hundred nineteen catches later, and again in the fourth quarter, Deontay finally gets a touchdown from Kenny Pickett to win the game. Now, what I really liked about this was the fact that there was no over-exaggerated celebration. It was just pure relief. It was just like, yes, I've caught one. Like, he's just like, my God. You know, he just, just seemed so happy and so sort of just joyful that he'd caught a touchdown. Um, and it's been then a long time got, coming. Yeah, long time coming. And then it all got spoiled. So here's the negative. Because... Right now, everyone should be going, yes, he's caught the touchdown. Yes, they won the game. You know, great job. But then, of course, you know, the media's always looking for this, you know, negative storyline. And, of course, this week, it's Pickens. It's, it's Pickens. Like, the amount, like, oh, we found an angle where he's not running over to celebrate. 
you know, oh, then he's sat on the sidelines and sulked that he hasn't got the ball. Then he's, you know, after the game, he's the first one off the field. He's the first one in the locker room. He's the first one out the door. He's blanked all the media. And he doesn't help himself then on the Friday with, you know, all this IG, uh, Instagram, you know, delete a phone and all the Sevilla stuff. And then it's the free me post. So, yeah. of course, they all get all the media and fans get on it rather than celebrating this touchdown and, and game. It's now, oh, he's the new, you know, he's AB 2.0. He's a prima donna. We've got time to cut him. You know, he's got to get rid of him, cut ties, all this sort of stuff. And it's just ridiculous. Like they're all, you know, so, you know, rather than being positive, the media are always looking for this dysfunctional story. You know, the Steelers, oh, it's the next AB. It's the next Chase Claypool. You know, it's just an awful influence. And, I, you know, you sort of think, yes, you've got skills. And, yes, great, you know, you want the ball. But you've got to sort of just shut it out and just, yeah, okay, it went to someone else. Celebrate with your team. Don't throw your toys out the pram. Yeah, it's annoying at the moment. I don't know if it's another Chase, like you say, Chase Claypool. Is it going to be another AB? I don't know. It's just, I thought we were past all of that. But obviously not. I mean, it doesn't help that Canada's thrown up some absolute awful game plans. But I'm not taking anything away from how awful Pickett has also been. Like some of the throws he was throwing were just way off, and that is not Canada throwing those. That's Pickett that's throwing those. So it can't all be on Canada. Like Pickett's also got to take some of this responsibility too. Don't help that he's got wide receivers that are having a hissy fit because he's not getting sent the ball. So. Well, that's what you've got to realise. You've got to realise like your career is going to be 10 years. So for 10 years, wind your neck in. Don't beat your wife up. Don't drive too fast. Don't kill anybody. Catch the ball. Go to work. Train hard. Go home. Because after that, you're done. And you'll never yeah. have to work another day in your life. But throwing your toys out the car in year two, everyone sees that. And you know, like people will be like, no, we're not signing him. Or you're going to end up at the Bears like uh, bloody Claypool did. Um, yeah, you've got to be bigger than that, man. You, you know, it's not about you. It is a team game. And as I says, you've got to celebrate with your team, join the team. But yeah, man, you're just not doing yourself any favours acting like that in your year and a half you've been on the team. doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, exactly. Suck it up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tweet him that, mate. <laughs> good thanks I like that Simon cheers so is that really is that really how long between Johnson's yeah. touchdowns it was Just yeah mad. Time. yeah 18 months pretty much that's crazy man even Mark Williams has got more than that and he's been injured like at least seven times in between that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyway, Simon, no, sorry, Simon, Storm, <laughs> all the S's. Uh, you got a highlight for us? I've got two. Uh, one of them is going to take a bit of work because I've actually got the, 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 the clip of it, but we need our local videographer to find it. Yeah. Um, so Keenan Allen last night made an incredible catch. Um, it's up there with like some of the best you'll see. You know, we've seen some fantastic catches in our days watching the NFL. And last night was definitely a highlight reel on its own. So if you can find find that Alan's catch from last night, if not, I'll pop it in the group. And then mine, I'm going with a similar sort of line, but I'm not going down the Texans route and I'm going down 
Mr. Dobbs, uh, Joshua Dobbs for the yes. Vikings. Yeah. Like, not named the starter, only joining the team halfway through the week last week. Like, he didn't even know all the players' names. Like, he didn't like never worked with the O-line before. They didn't know his cadence, so they didn't know how he does his calls or how he says all his things. He was practicing literally just before kickoff on the sideline with the O-line in the centre. Then, what's his name? Gets concussed. Dobbs comes on, gets absolutely hammered and you're like oh god i think it was a strip sack or something like that and you're like oh god it's gonna be a bad day all of a sudden safety, turns it around. wasn't it yeah yeah safety that's it yeah all of a sudden turns it around throws some bombs scores a touchdown and then ended up ends up winning it for uh the vikings i was like wowzers <laughs> it was just like that game with the texans game going on side by side i was like oh god it's just you don't, don't know what to watch it was just so exciting that which now is was fantastic oh yeah i, I I almost put down that witching hour as my like so many games, all of them were, were going off like it was nuts. Like this weekend's NFL, aside from some of the bigger games that we thought were actually going to be all right, yeah. it was mm. yeah, all the lesser teams that we kind of thought, oh, we won't be bothered watching them. They were actually the, all the games that were going off and really interesting to watch. Yeah, it, it was so uh, well played out. Scott Hansen's voice getting higher and higher and higher and higher. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Sweet. Right then, Stormo. Let's get to it. How did the matchups go down this week? Okay, so we'll start with the battle that was a nail biter. Robin is thorny shaved, thorny shaved hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little hornet. Robin is thorny hornets. Went up against Stocks and his newly shaved ballers. Um, after the Sunday games, it was finely balanced with Stocks having a slight lead of 239 to 222. Um, they both had a couple of players to play. Robert is QB uh, and a wide receiver. And Stocks had a running back, wide receiver, and tie-in to play. After they all played, the final score was 286 to 262 in favor of Stocks. That win takes Stocks to six and three and third. Six wins equals his best win tally. Oh, nice. Nice, Stocks. Um, we still got five games to go. Rob is two and seven and stays in ninth. There you go. Not bad, eh? Not bad. Nice little game between these two. Bloody Herbert, man. I know. I just well, I looked at the uh, stats afterwards and I was like, oh, Herbert, 27-6. This must have been awesome. And then 15 points. I was like, you what? <laughs> yeah, we'll, see, we'll see later that the um, the Chargers D absolutely trounced on the Jets. And I woke up, checked, checked score, and I was like, no one's actually scored any points or had any odds. It's like, how how have they got oh, this game? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, good win for the Chargers, but not good for fantasy. Well, it, it, Rob must be absolutely sick because who's sitting on his bench? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, CJ we'll, Stroud. We'll, we'll not mention that. Yeah, yeah I say Herbert really let him down. I mean, like you usually expect what forty points off of him, you know, minimum because he's always throwing the ball. I mean, you know, Eckler got a fair share, but most of that was from running. I think he caught like two balls yesterday, uh, you know, last you know, uh, Monday night. And it's just it, it's such a hard one for Rob. I mean, Rob this season. I mean, the amount of times he's gone up against someone and they've just that smashed it out of the park. There's only so many times you can sort of think, yeah, my luck's just not in this year. Yeah. Yeah, big time. It's a shame because, like, last season, he, what was he? he came third, didn't he? 
and he had the team, and it was like, oh, it's, it's ready for the next step. And just like you say, this season, it's just just gone against him on every turn that he's kind of made. And I think there's still a lot there to, to work with and a lot there that, as you say, you've got CJ Stradley benching. If he's kind of been picking up the next couple of uh, years, could be very interesting for him. Yeah. yeah, It's just like a couple of pieces away, isn't he? You know, it's... You know, he's sort of mid to top table and he just needs that one play, one or two players just to push him that little bit further and get those scores, you know, every week. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a frustrating time for him, I think. Yeah, I definitely know he's frustrated with it. So, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Stocks, Stocks pulled it out of the bag as well, though. He got himself some nice points. He didn't quite get that 300 like he's been getting the last couple of weeks. But again, it's just another... Another win in his tally, six for the season. Like I say, he's, that's drawn level with uh, the highest that his personal team's got. So yeah, he's playing three tight ends as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of was scrolling through the other, um, this morning. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, there's his two. Oh, wait, there's Con- Conklin on his bench as yeah. well, uh, off his bench as well. That's three tight ends that he's playing. But he's playing high formation. Weirdly, mate. this season, yeah, this. <laughs> This, this season, the tight ends seem to be playing really well in, in fantasy, so why not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, although I must, I've got to say, the New York Giants must be newly shaved ballers fans because they have stuffed me in week two when they played the um, Arizona. I lost to Stocks, and then they've <laughs> stuffed stuffed Rob this week with Las Vegas. Like they got next to no points, and it's just like. Oh yeah, you know they're a weaker team. The defense will be fine, and they just get dicked on. It's just like, oh my god. So yeah, I reckon the Gi- the Giants must be a newly shaved ballers fans because they've done him a couple of favors. <laughs> I was um, I was yeah. watching that Giants game, and obviously we saw Danny Dimes go down. I was like, no one's even tackled him, and what's he doing? <laughs> and then the next play, he tripped over his feet again and ruptured his ACL or did whatever he did. I was like, oh, boy. Sorry, Danny, mate. I feel bad now for slugging you off. But... <laughs> Would have been better if he'd run 60-odd yards before falling down at the five yeah, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Or at least let someone hit him hard or something. I don't know. Let, you know, Crosby rip him, rip him a new one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there is point. one person that will be celebrating uh, Stocks' win more than most. That will be Mark because he still he's has that Rob's second first. pick. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that because he's, well, we'll see in a minute. He's moving up. So that might be a vital pick. Oh, boy. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, you look, look at quickly, just looking at Stocks' team, right? His main, when you kind of look at his wide receivers, you think Wilson and Chase, they're 17 and 13. Uh, not very good scores. Obviously, AJ Brown, he got himself a nice 27, so he's kind of picked him up there. But he also didn't do too well with some of his players. They kind of snuck through with getting just that little bit more with like Andrews getting 30 points and Conklin getting the 22, as opposed to Elliot on the other side of things for 15. It's just little little wins just there that managed to tick him over and get that, get that win. Because it was only, what was it, 20 points between them both? Yeah, yeah. So it was just yeah. like Rob should have had this in the bag with a, a Herbert standard score. Yeah, but if you like, look at the way that, that game went, they just obviously Eckler got all the ball. The defense did all the job. So 
Yeah, I mean, Herbert didn't really need to pass when you were, you know, they yeah. can score a touchdown and we were up so much. So it was like, yeah, just might as well keep running the ball. And once you get in that position, you know, your fantasy stock just goes, you're like, oh, God, Herbert, throw the <laughs> ball. We need some touchdowns, mate. Well, you look at Herbert's scores, he's like 47, 53, 77, 47, 50, 21, 65, and then he's 15. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Rob had it. That's like I say, Rob had it in the bag with Herbert, and Herbert was just a dickhead. Oh, yeah. Well, Herbert, talking about it, Herbert cost me my, my two 8 and 0s in my other leagues. Both other leagues I, w- I was 8 and 0 in. Um, and Herbert, I've got Herbert in both of them, and I lost both those leagues this week. Ouch. Sweet. We shall leave that there then. Simon, give us the next game. So, next up, we have the lowest scoring game of the week. This game was over by the end of Sunday, which I guess was good for both teams just to get it over with. Mark and his rolling with my homies went up against Facker and his generals. This was a three and five battle. And this scoreline suggests why it's a free and five <laughs> battle. The win went to Mark with a score of 247 to 233. Mark goes to four and five for the season and jumps up to sixth. And Spacker goes to three and six and drops to eighth. <laughs> painful, painful this one. It was the same. I beat Thacker with a lower score last week, and now he's done it again. He's lost <laughs> to Mark with a <laughs> winning score as well. <laughs> yeah. Shame. How many? Who? So I reckon he's choking for that pick. You know, <laughs> he doesn't have it. Mark has it. Oh yeah, he better start winning then. <laughs> so Dan, who lost, would have beaten Mark, who won. Uh, Rob, who lost, would have beaten Mark, who won. Uh, Ollie, I know oh, Ollie would have lost. Yeah, so on and so on. There's yeah, everybody else apart from Ollie, everybody else would have uh, beat Mark. Would have managed to yeah, would have beat Mark. So it's just the way that Ollie would have been. Yeah, yeah. Right, but like two, uh, two, uh, two, and Mahomes were both pretty quiet. Well, Mahomes was better than two over here in Germany. Um, yeah, and who has been uh, two? Who at? Two has been going off. Well, I say Just... it's very strange that um, yeah, so uh, Thacker traded for uh, Metcalf, didn't he? Uh, recently, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm sort of thinking putting Lockett and Metcalf together is, you know, well, you know, there you go. They're sort of two of the most explosive wide receivers in the game, but it seems like they might be past it. You know, that one-two punch isn't what it used to be, and you know, I was really interested. Yeah, you know, sort of. Interest, intrigued by that trade, and it's just like, well, time will tell. But at the moment, it just doesn't seem you know, to be you know, producing. So interesting. Yeah, I, I obviously drafted DK and then traded him to Rob last year for Amon Ra. They just the two of them, one will go off and then the other, or neither of them. But when they do go off, they go off massively. But it's not consistent enough, mm. and that's why I was like, oh, it's too. I'd rather not have him on my team, and then I traded him to Rob. Um, and now Rob's then retraded him because, as you can tell, there he only caught one ball there. It was a big one, um, but it's just too hit and miss. But when he does go off, either of them, when they do go off, they go off big. But you just never know when that's yeah. going to happen. 
Kincaid like having a good game for the, the uh, well, otherwise a miserable Bills performance. You know, seems to be the only bright spot on there. You have to sort of start wondering: Is this Bills team coming to the end of its natural life? Yeah, there just seems to be something off, don't there? Mm. Like, like yeah, they got they kind of got got back into that game against Cincy, but they were never really in it. Like, I think Cincy obviously just felt sorry for them and let them back, but. <laughs> Took their fourth again. It just, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, it's been, Alan's not quite on it this season, which is a shame because he was absolutely on on crack last year, wasn't he? Yeah. They, just yeah. Ha- they haven't got a running game though, have they? So you can throw the ball as much as you want, but you need some sort of relief on the ground at some point. Well, I reckon, I mean, the, I suppose that's one thing that they haven't got this year. It's, it seems to be that Alan's not running mm-hmm. as much as he used to. So, I don't know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, for Mark, like Jalen Warren, who I think I still traded quite a nice little pick for, is looking, you know, better than Harris. So, I wonder how long it takes until he becomes a starter at at Steelers. Yeah, he gets a lot more more work than I thought he would do, but he's doing well with it. Have you seen the the new little, uh, the rookie running back for Ravens as well? He went off nicely as well. Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, yes. 34 points on his yeah. Mark's, Mark's bench. 138 yards. Uh, the, the Ravens uh, running back by committee is getting maddeningly frustrating. I mean, just because Lamar's not running anymore. He's not running as much. Yeah. So, therefore, no. the other guys are stepping up and they're all starting to get points. But it's just like... Well, especially ugh. when you look at... You've got Gus Edwards who does go off. Well, five touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah, Edwards yeah. gets all the touchdown, all the all the the red zone touches, doesn't he? Justice Hill, he's still getting some work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've got Melvin Gordon on the team, and but then yeah, this Keaton Mitchell just came out of nowhere, and yeah, fair, fair yeah. play to him. He took Gordon's, his, took his chance and went with it. Gordon's back on the practice squad, isn't he? So um, Mitchell, yeah. Mitchell's ahead of him. And when all said and done, they've got themselves a running back that's always injured but seem to have a lot of promise didn't they I don't know what they're going to do with the um, Dobbins after all of this he'll probably get injured next year again man yeah true yeah. anyway well then Mark got yourself another win four and five moving on up good work in the playoffs yeah nuts really to think that the last couple of years, he's just been shit, hasn't he? We all used to take the piss out of him. <laughs> anyway, big battle now. It is a game inside the playoffs. Susie and her Pfizer Chiefs went up against you, Simon, and your Hammerbarn Feather Ones. Unfortunately for Susie, her team was done by Susie, uh, by Susie, by Sunday, scoring 281. Sai, you already had 309 and still had players to play on Monday. The final score was big, 360 to 281. Simon moves to 7-2, and two, still in second. Uh, Susie goes 5-4 and four and drops to fifth. Yeah, only team to go over 300 points this week. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts, wasn't it? I think that kind of shows how crazy this weekend was with all the lesser teams doing better where we wouldn't have thought that they would have put those players in. Mm. And all the big-name big, big name guys like Hugh Mahomes and... Two is weren't really throwing the ball to anyone, and yeah, no points there. 
Yeah, that's, yeah. The, the team, the team's coming up quite nicely at the moment. I mean, you know, I traded for CD Lamb, and he's got like a hundred points in the last two games, which is always very nice. Um, so yeah, it's just like I say. I just would take it some take it off on a tangent at the moment. But like two weeks ago, you asked a pod on the question. Uh, if asked a question on the pod, it was like, "How did you let me get CMC, Eckler, and Barkley?" Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I looked into it. So actually, I've sort of gone all the way back to like 2020. So of my team this year, 10 of the 26 players are original 2020 draft picks. So CMC, Eckler, Alan Robinson, who we don't really talk about anymore, uh, Dak, Tyler Boyd, Jonu Smith. Well, I got rid of him and brought him back. uh, Danny Dimes, Deontay Johnson. Jalen Hurts, who I picked up on the 22nd round for the 10th pick, and Peoples Jones. So four more of those guys are draft picks. So Smith, Pierce, Ingram, and three years of draft picks. And then I've got one more in my taxi squad. So, you know, 15, you know, 15 you know, players out of 26 are original draft picks. So that then brings me you know, to a consistent core of the team. So that then goes on to, like, trading. So then the two big players I've managed, I, I traded two first-round picks and two players for Saquon Barkley back in 2021. And this year I've traded for CD Lamb with two first-round picks. So it doesn't leave me with little to no draft capital at Storm was saying. But mm-hmm. in my position, I... I look at this game in such a different way to other people. I, I look at it as sort of valuing proven substance over um, sort of hoping that something can come out of a pick. Yeah. You know? So let's take CD Lamb. Uh, so Andy, you drafted him round six, pick number four. Now, what your wide receiver room could have been then, it could have been, you know, Hill, Cup, Debo and Lamb. I could do with CD Lamb definitely for this yeah. uh, last couple of weeks. I'll have him back, please. So, I'll have him back. <laughs> yeah. So, so obviously, you, you traded him to Dan. So you didn't see anything. You thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll use him as, as a pick because, you know, obviously you had other receivers in front of him. So obviously he wasn't going to sort of do much for your team. So, of course, then Dan's had him and he's worked his way up to wide receiver one. He's getting 10, 20, you know, 10, 15 catches a week. So I'm going to pay higher for that. But if you now go back to the 2020 draft when he was drafted, all right, here are the top five running back. Uh, sorry, not running backs, uh, wide receivers and where they are now, okay? So first one off the board in 2020 was Henry Ruggs, okay? Uh, he is currently doing three to ten years for vehicular manslaughter, uh-huh. all right? Number two at pick 15 was Jerry Judy, who's not doing much on the Broncos right now. Useless piece of wank on Mark's bench. <laughs> <laughs> C.D. Lamb was third off the board at number 17. So he's now a wide receiver one at the Cowboys. Fourth was Jalen Rieger, who is now at the Pats. Also wank. Yeah. And number, fi- uh, number five at number 22 was Justin Jefferson. Now, my boy, out of those, out of those two pl- uh, players that have actually done something, I'm never going to get Jefferson because you're not going to sell him, Storm, unless it's for something absolutely crazy. Yeah. So I went and got C.D. Lamb, the best I could possibly get. So 
again, it's it's that substance. Oh, no, instead of potential, which I find, you know, the way to win this game. So, and yet here we are in year four, and you're still talking. Oh, CMC, Barkley, Eckler. You know, we've had four running back draft classes. And none of them have seized that opportunity to become that next big thing, have they? You know, mm-hmm. you don't talk, talk about any of these new guys in the same sentence. Oh, yeah, you know, he could get there. He could get, but he's not there. So, you know, I know the end will come for this team at some point. You know, and I do have, you know, a first round pick next year. I don't have much else after that. So I probably am going to have to sort of, you know, tear it down at some point to get some picks to you know, rebuild it back up. But all in all, I think, you know, the, the team is quite strong. So it's it, it's just one of those things. I think, you know, sometimes, you know, do you value productivity when you have to pay more for it because you're going to get it? Or is it, a you know, wearing a blindfold, throwing a, dart, a dartboard? Yeah, no, I'm, I am I totally agree because I'm, I'm very similar. I always say I'd rather pay for something. Or draft use for someone. now. Yeah, draft for now and know what you're getting. And on proven talent rather than someone still got to prove their talent. Um, so yeah, that's, I know I totally understand. And I think major thing that we've talked about on this pod was we've always known you were stacked at running back and you just needed that wide receiver to top you off. And I think you can say you, the way you went around and then got uh, lamb who is, you know, up there with Jefferson and I'm saying the top, top three, top five wide receivers in this league. Um, and you know you've added that final piece now, I think. So yeah, you're definitely you're definitely going about it the right way. Uh, you've got a ring already, so you you know you can experiment as much as you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I've got to get seven. I've got to beat Brady at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but well, you know, going going back to the matchup, I, I feel for Susie. I mean, like you know, she got 281 points. That would have beaten everyone but three other uh but three other scores and one of those was mine yeah yeah you know, she's got a great team it, it's just a couple of those players are just so boom and bust you know when it goes off like Faka was saying last you know, last week she gets 340 350 quite easily and you know you've got um rashad white who's got 52.9 points this week you know he only had one reception so he's run it all you know he's got a couple of touchdowns and yeah, you know, and I think, you know, just a little bit of a bit of jealousy there. I, I was going to trade for Ferguson with Rob, but she got in there before me. I, was, I, was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was out at a birthday party with one of Kirsty's friends and like, you know, sort of, yeah, the, the phone was going off and you were all talking about trades. And I was like, oh, shit, what the hell's happened here? Like, oh, I've missed that then. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's just, you know, again, just such a, frustrating thing to come up against a higher you know a higher score and be one of the highest scores of the week and not win it's yeah just feel feel sorry for her don't feel too sorry obviously you got your one <laughs> you gotta <laughs> keep you gotta keep going mate you gotta keep going uh, that is true that is true but yeah you, you know you, you do you, i've been there i mean i i've i've put a team in and i've lost you know with some ridiculously high score before, and I've won some with a ridiculously high score. Yeah, it stings, but, doesn't it? It does sting. It does, yeah. Like you say, like you look at Rob's score, where he's getting two hundred and forty or whatever, and he's getting a win, and Susie gets as high as she does and has to lose. So yeah, it, it sucks. Mm. Oh mate, it's great getting the second lowest score and winning. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, way, it's way better than getting such a high score and losing. <laughs> uh, but... Fair. 
Okay. Now, next up, we had Storm and his Wreck City Thunder going up against Duffer and his Gotham City Rogues. Like the previous game, this one was done and dusted by Sunday night. Ollie had all his players play uh, with a total of 232 points. Storm had already got 272 with a wide receiver left to play. The final score was 279 to 232, with the rookie, rookie wide receiver only making 6.6 uh, for Storm. Storm moves to 6-3 and three and climbs to 4th as Ollie stays now in 10th on 1 and 8. <laughs> what a pile of wank. 6.6 <laughs> points. I was thinking, oh, yeah, you've, got, you've still got a wide receiver to play. Wide receiver score coming. Yeah, wide receiver 2 in the team. And not that I needed the points or anything. It didn't really matter. But um, I was like, yeah, I get, you know. And I looked at 20, six, points. <laughs> six points. And then I looked at Herbert's score. I was like, ugh, ugh. Um, do you want to know an interesting thing, though, right? Had... Both Ollie and myself set our ideal lineups. Mm. Ollie would have oh. scored 331 and I would have scored 322. So Ollie pretty much left 100 points on his bench. Ouch. Yeah. 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 I say, well, you, you, I think the headline here is you got bailed out by the Browns. Oh, man. What a team they were. They were bloody incredible. Uh, 75 points. points. Yeah. yeah. I am uh, last week because obviously the Browns and the who's my other defense that I've got the Saints. I wasn't I was never going to play the Eagles because of who they were playing. Um, but between the Saints and the Browns, it's like they're both either playing a rookie quarterback or a, you know someone that's new. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go with the Browns, and you know they uh, did me proud. Did me proud. It's just funny because we keep on talking about um, Taysom Hill. On Ollie's bench again, right? he obviously doesn't listen to the pod because it's three weeks in a row. <laughs> three weeks in a row, he has got so many points on his bench. Uh, and like Stocks is doing right this second, he's putting in three tight ends because they're scoring. And yeah, yeah, Ollie's flexes this week were Michael Thomas, zero points, <laughs> Pickens, three points. Nice. Where you could have put forty points in with Taysom Hill as your second tight end in a flex spot. Thirty points for Noah Brown. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, he was unexpected. Like you wouldn't have put him in surely, um, but he went nuts. No, hang on. What have we got? Who was it? It was Taysom Hill. What? He but had? you had like Pickens, Thomas, yeah. Noah Brown's definitely under them in the, like the receiving core. Yeah. yeah, I probably would have played. Hill, Hill over Henry. And Henry did all right, to be fair. So he probably could have played them both, to be honest. Yeah. Even looking at, like, swapping... I mean, you're probably going to keep Pickens in thinking, well, he's the wide receiver that seems to be playing all right. Okay. Mm. Osborne, obviously, he was going into the match... Was he going into the match injured? Yeah. He got knocked out anyway, didn't he? He got absolutely... Was it him that got absolutely squished on that play and even um, Red Zone didn't want to show it? Yeah, Yeah. I think so, yeah. Was was that the play? Mm -hmm. He got like a back injury, a front injury and a head injury all in the same play. All all the injuries. Yeah, he was was squished. That's for sure. You see, it was weird. Like, the very first game of the season when Ollie won... 
we kind of think brilliant. He's kind of moved on. He's he's gone. He's kind of picked up from last year where he got was he seven wins or something crazy or I don't know what yeah. he got, but he was he was close. I think right, he's got his team together, and then nothing. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how much he actually looks at his team. I don't know how much he kind of tinkers with it. He obviously, doesn't tinker with it. He just kind of every now and then gets a text from Storm to say sort yourself out. He gets <laughs> his team together and then. That's it. I think I think that's pretty much how it happens, to be honest. <laughs> I obviously don't tell him who to put in and stuff, but I do drop him a text, Ollie, sort your team out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't obviously do that the day before well, I played him. I was like, well, he needs to just know that. But before all of you guys, he definitely gets a text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair play. Fair play. <laughs> Yeah, because say you, you look at the running backs like you know Gainwell and Walker, you'd think that they'd be doing a lot more than they are. You know, it, it looks like um, Charbonnet might be you know the starting Seahawk running back at some point. Yeah, excuse you. Bit of Chardonnay, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's one of those ones where you, you yeah. Know, if he puts in Taysom Hill this week, he's going to get no points, is he? Yeah, and I'm going to take him out. All my other teams have got him. I think if Rolly starts, <laughs> if, if I if Ollie starts putting him in, yeah, take him out quick. <laughs> get him, get, get him, get him traded quick while Oli before Ollie plays him. Hmm. Well, I, I could do with a what I could do with a tight end because uh, uh, Goddard's broken his arm, hasn't he? So yeah, actually, oh, yeah. I, I was about to say I gave him Goddard. I like yeah, him. you did. Mm. Yeah, my, my you know, it's weird. I actually, I had him. I had Taysom Hill, didn't I? I got him for ten fab dollars, and then I traded him to Duffer for a third round pick. Mm. Oh yeah, so you needed you needed a tight end. You know, could have got Bellinger last week off the waiver wire. I don't need it. I don't need I a tight end. Simon, I'm talking about. Oh, I uh, do. Simon, yeah. Yeah. Well. There's plenty of players. He's all right. Come on then, let's move on to that last game. Pitsy, you against the big cousin. Is he your older cousin or younger cousin? Big, yeah, he's older cousin. Yeah, oh, so really old. Yeah. Really old cousin. Yeah. yeah. Like, like almost your uncle is that old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the strong side Cornbread went up against Dan and his Finn Supers. This was close till the end of Sunday night. The score was 266 to 2-5-3 in favour of Pitsy. Unfortunately, that was it for Dan scoring because all his players have played. Pitsy, you had and then running back still to play, and the final score was 296 to 253. Pitsy, you stay top on eight and one, and Dan drops out the playoffs to sevens on three and six. Perfect. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. It was hit him uh, a good, good time, to be fair. He's putting in people like Royce Freeman and stuff like that. He kind of it's going to be tough sledding, really, isn't it? Yeah, Dan's traded most of his players away now. There's like he's on the bare bones, I think. Like his best player is his defense. <laughs> I don't know. Dalton Schultz, he got himself forty points this week, yeah. which is nuts. But, but yeah, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs. He's actually stuck with them, and uh, they're paying him back at the moment, aren't they? So yeah. He tried to yeah, sell me one of his players for fab dollars. I think he must be skin as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he was absolutely off his face uh, this weekend with those, some of those trades he was doing. 
because he offered me uh, Beckham Jr. for like thirty fab dollars. Oh, like, did he? What? I think he offered him to me for twenty. You must have turned oh, him down. <laughs> you must have turned him down, and then he tried to sell him to me. Uh, yeah, but no, I say because some of those trades he did this week weekend, I, I just looked at him and was just like, oh my god, I, I, I watched him the other happened. day, and it's like, what are you doing? Because like you know that that Tajay Spears trade, it's like that's what we call an eight pointer on a Friday night. You know, <laughs> you know that's called that's called pulling your pants down using sawdust so it takes away every bit of moisture and then accepting it. That's what that trade was. <laughs> Sometimes people have their own values on players. <laughs> Um, that, that, that was his value. <laughs> I yeah. think that's the. I mean, uh, joking aside, I think that's why I love Dynasty because everybody does have their own players that they want. They all have their own values that they have for their players, and yeah, it makes this league a little bit nuts because either some people don't want to trade because the trading value is so crazy, or mm. I mean, I'm I've been guilty of making comment on trades that I thought were very lopsided. Uh, so I apologize for that. But yeah, then the, you do get the trades where actually you do have to pay through the nose or you sell for a shit price because otherwise nothing's happening. So it is what it is, isn't it? If that was on the NFL app, we would have vetoed that trade for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think that's why I also like the fact that we don't have vetoes because otherwise, again, if people started trading, I think how many of our trades would have actually gone through? And I think the league would be dead if it was that case. I think I'll say most of them, all, except that one with Tajay Spears, I think, would be the only one that we would have vetoed. I don't know. There's been quite a few that have been uh, slightly strange. But like I say, it's all, it's all in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? And Mm. Yeah, it's your, your team at the end of the day. I think as long as people aren't kind of selling, like Patrick, obviously, this is a random one, but Patrick Mahomes for a third, like, or swapping Mahomes for CMC, oh, Barkley, and yeah, like, as long as it's not like completely, com- like, so out there that it actually is so tankable um, then I think the, the trade of the trades aren't they? it's part of the league it's how people see their teams and what they want in for it you know I wouldn't trade my homes for a third because I don't like thirds yeah no, well, that's why I said I'd know exactly that you were tanking if that was the case yeah if I trade anyone for a straight <laughs> up third then there's gonna I'm either desperate we know that in fact that is we know that you have been kidnapped if that's if that goes down yes. that is your come, kid, come around my house selling <laughs> come come get come find you because something's gone wrong because you yeah, sold yeah. something for a third that's like my, my amber alert <laughs> oh shit something's no, happened to store it. no no you, you you've yeah. left yourself signed on and emma's just selling all your players no it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me uh, well, well, going back to your game, uh, Pitsy, I say your wide receivers didn't do very well this week, did they? They were shocking. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. I mean, obviously, I've had to stick in Elijah Moore the last couple of weeks, and he's he's going to have to stay in my squad next week because it's all gone tits up um, with Rams and Miami off. But, yeah, Cup, just the last couple of games has just not been seen. Now, I think the LA have just picked up Carson Wentz, so hopefully that will mean that 
Cup starts getting the ball again because Stafford's off, obviously out injured at the moment, isn't he? So. How long how long Stafford have for though? I don't know. He's sprained mm. his thumb, hasn't he? So, but that's the last three games. Cup has gone ten points, ten points, nine points. Yeah, mate. I know, I know you're paying. I know you're paying for that one because I've got, I've got a couple of Rams receivers in other leagues, whether it's Puka or. I mean, I've only had him two two full games where he's actually scored some good points because yeah. the first four games he was on IR, wasn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's been a tough, tough week with yeah. But yeah, Taysom Hill and that Miami team and the Miami game, it just that was rubbish. He dropped one, an absolute Tyreek sitter as well. Tyreek, yeah, Tyreek, yeah. And that could have been some good points as well for that. Just ticking him over twenty points would have been nice. But I mean, like I said, I don't need it. I got the win, so it helps when all your running backs, apart from Kamara, get thirty points. Yes, yeah, Stevenson, Ford, both over 37, 38 points. He started Ford, you see, and look at the points he scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brees Hall, to say he was on that shit um, New York Jets team against the Chargers, he got 30 points. He got more points than the bloody Chargers team got. Dude, if anyone doesn't start running back against points. the Chargers defence, they're silly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, bad bad week for Kamara, only getting 24 points. Oh yes, it's like a that's like an off week, shameful guy. <laughs> Considering the points he's got the, the, the past few. Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yeah, no, I shouldn't complain. <laughs> <laughs> that game wasn't very good either, wasn't it? You know, the the Chicago court QB what threw in three interceptions, so he didn't need to sort of run it or throw it around. You know, you just give the ball. You know, throw the ball to the other guys and let them score. You know, on defense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you have. Right, well, there you go. That's uh, this week's matchups. Um, Stormer, champions of the week, mate. Champions of the world. Uh, so, <laughs> do you remember? I do don't you, know. You'll have to no. it again. Okay, so yeah. we will do. So I'll let you know. We'll go through the list, and then I'll tell you. So highest scoring quarterback was Stroud with 82 points for Rob. Borrow, 63 points for Duff, and Dak, 62 points for Simon. Highest scoring running back was White. Big scores. Yeah, big scores. White for Susie, 52, we mentioned him earlier. 47 for Jacobs for Stocks, and JT for Rob got 40. Tank. Funnily enough, just put a pause on, pause on that, pause on yeah. that, pause on that. Um, because that is one of the trades that I questioned at the time. Because... It was all about Herbert over White and um, what was it? Herbert, Sir Herbert. Rob Herbert. got Herbert and Harris, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Um, For Josh Allen. Yeah, Susie got Allen and got White. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, fair play because he's turning into a, a better running back this season. And what do I fucking know? Hey, don't, <laughs> don't listen to me. <laughs> Don't listen to me, guys. Just, yeah, just I'll, I'll just, just keep them. Just keep, keep your first and a third for Spears, mate. Don't worry. Just yeah, carry on. Exactly. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe we should start trading listeners. Like I'll give you the Norwegian listeners for for Tyreek Hill or something like that. <laughs> that's a, that's no, a good. I'll shout, keep Tyreek. Good... <laughs> yeah. I was say, I'll keep the Norwegians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, highest scoring wide receiver tanked down forty three points. Yeah, boy. For you, Pitts. Um. 
Highest scoring or second highest is Lamb, 44 Sai, Noah Brown for Duff. Then we had Taysom Hill, 40 points. Schultz for Dan, 40 points. Ferguson uh, got 33 points. Highest scoring kicker, Ku, Young Way Ku, my ex kicker, 20 points. Highest scoring defense, 78 points for the Chargers, free agents. Ugh. Ugh. Brown, 75 points. Raiders, 54 points. Mm, okay, so scores, there's loads of good scores on there. Pizza, you chose Burrow, Hurts, I chose Hurts, and Thacker chose Dak. Uh, oh, Burrow came second, yeah. And Dak came third, so both on the list. So point for you and Thacker. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you weren't too far off, you were fifth with Hurts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, running backs, I chose Kamara. No, you chose Kamara, I chose Swift. Thacker chose Eckler, so no points for the top three there. Yeah. <laughs> Wide receivers, Pitsy, you chose Thielen, I chose Hill, Thacker chose Diggs. No points? Uh, Diggs was fifth, so he, he's, he was closest. Yeah, closest. Tight end, Pitsy, you chose Njoku, I chose Hawk, uh, Thacker chose Okonkwo. No points? Yeah. No points. Zero. Kickers, you, McPherson, Dicker and Bass. I only put I only put the top top run kick. I didn't I didn't put the top three. Do any, anyone get points for Dicker? Dicker was fifth. Oh, no points. Um, New Orleans Saints defense. Browns for me. Nope. And oh, you said the Browns, did you? Yeah, I said Browns, and Thacker said the Rams. So what did we get there? A point each. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Out of six positions. Yeah, that's not bad. We'll take that. <laughs> Better than the week before. We'll Simon. see how Simon gets on. <laughs> we'll see how Simon gets on at the end of this one. Oh, um, if the listeners out there, including the Norwegians, want to participate and give me their predicted who they think, we'll put those in for the pod for the next one as well. You so, need to give them your um, your Twitter handle to be able to get those questions in. Oh, yeah. The, the Norwegians, you're right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just for the listeners then. Uh, <laughs> so, highest scoring non-starters. So of that list we just spoke about, Stroud, 82 points on Rob's bench. Keaton Mitchell, we mentioned earlier, 34 points on Mark's bench. Tank Dow, highest scoring wide receiver, 43 points on your bench, Pitsy. Perfect, yeah. Taysom Hill, highest scoring tight end, 40 points on Duff's bench. Highest scoring kicker, Koo, Simon's bench. And the Raiders on Dan's bench. So Bar White, all of the highest scorers were on the bench. Oofed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done, guys. We're, we're, we're really good at fancy football. <laughs> well, there's that lower team, you know, having the good game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good. Nice. <laughs> right. Uh, quick league update then. Bottom to top. Duffer, one and eight, tenth. Thornley Hornets, that's Rob, ninth, two and seven. Then with two teams on three and six, that's the Generals in eighth, and then Dan uh, Finn Supers in seventh. The two flip and flops there, seventh and eighth <laughs> on three and six. Then rolling with Mahomes, Mark is in sixth on four and five, sneaking into the playoffs. Then we've got one team. On five and four, well, that's the Pfizer Chiefs and Susie in fifth. 
two teams on six and three. That's Rexit on the Stormo in fourth and Stocks with the newly shaved balls in third. Then it's seven and two to Simon and it's Hammond Feather ones and then me eight and one. So after last couple of weeks where we kind of did this update, there was quite a, a sizable gap between the top and the bottom, whereas now it, everything seems really spread out. Yeah, anything can happen, really. We've got five games to go, and there's still a lot of football. A lot of football. Have you have you confirmed yourself in the playoffs yet, or are you still one game out? He hasn't got his uh, start yet. I haven't got my start yet. Ah. So is it sixth place is four and five? Three, four, five, six. Yeah, I think if you win... Oh, yeah. Make... So, yeah. so Dan, Dan and... Uh, Thacker on three and six could technically win out and I could lose out and then I'd be out of the playoffs. But that's not going to happen, is it? You're probably going to have your star next week. Yeah. But I don't know. I've got a tough matchup this weekend. There's, this there's, week coming up. There's no way Dan's team's winning out from where he is. No chance. <laughs> Neither <laughs> is Thacker. <laughs> well, I was going to say they've got to play each other, haven't they? Mm, I think so, yeah. Uh, oh, do they? No, I can't remember because Dan was on the bottom and yeah, Nathaka was, was top, down was bottom. Yeah, there could be yeah, like some... mirror image though. Mirror image, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So the new format we are trying for the second week now. We're going to go straight into the preview pod for next week. Uh, as always, we start with the bye weeks. So Stormo, what we got <clears throat> this week? We have some big fantasy teams involved in the bye. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs the Miami Dolphins, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Los Angeles Rams. There's some huge fancy teams there. Huge. Yeah. That's going to be a stinger for a lot of teams here. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, yeah, Chiefs, Rams, that's quite a few. Dolphins as well. Eagles, oh, holy crap. So, yeah. <laughs> even, the, even the Rams have got a couple that are kind of definitely hurting some teams there, aren't they? So... Right, we have played everyone in the league once now. So we now go up against that, like we just mentioned, we've got four teams that we finished either in the top five or the bottom five that play each other. And then that fifth game is that mirror image. So first versus 10th, so on and so on. So straight into the week 10 matchups then, Stormer. Who's up first? So we'll start with our guest. How about that? Uh, Simon and his hammerbomb feather ones go up against Thacker and his generals. Simon's on a four-game winning streak, whilst Thacker is on a three-game losing streak. And it doesn't look great for Thacker here. Um, these teams already met in week four, and Simon took the win. Ooh. Sai, uh, what, what percentages have you got for us on this one? Uh, I'm going to win 70-30. So this one is the highest. Is it the highest percentage of all the games? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is, I believe. Yeah. Um, the matchups I've gone for in this one, Simon's obviously missing Mr. Hurt. So we've got Dak, CMC, and Johnson after coming off that, you know, touchdown scoring week, going up against Wilson, Henry, who had quite a big game. And I'm going to go for Thacker's new boy, DK. So a nice little matchup there between those, that quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Fair. Mm. Yeah, you think this is an easy dick all over Thacker? <laughs> no, don't take anything for granted. Never do. No, that's true. But yeah, I was going to say, we, I say it all every week, you never know what the NFL is going to throw at you. We just saw that all the top teams were fancy relevant this week and 
all the bottom teams threw out loads of great players. So yeah, or Herbert could get you Although, bloody twelve points, yeah, seven points or whatever it was. <laughs> um, yeah. You are the only one to have predicted over three hundred points uh, this week, though. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Three three nineteen. Yeah, but I've sorted my so team out. There. Good, good, Simon. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, fair play, fair play. Good. Okay. So, next up, we have an interesting battle between Ollie and Stocks. These two met in week four, where Stocks gave Ollie a good old spanking. (laughs) Stocks and City Rogues have been struggling this season, but some key players on Stocks' team are on a bye or injured. So, this one now looks close. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, what percentage we got this, sir? Fifty-one percent to the Gotham City Rogues. Wowzers! Yeah, two three eight to two three three in favour of Ollie. Wowzers! That is close. Um, the matchup I've gone for this one is Brian Shooter McGavin Robinson going up against Josh Jacobs. I've gone for the inner team battle Higgins versus Chase, and then. Tight end battle of Andrews versus Henry. I, I was going to put Taysom in there, but I don't know if he's going to play him. So <laughs> I thought I would just, I won't add him to the, the matchup just in case. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think um, oh, Ollie's still got a kicker to swap out as well, hasn't he? He needs a kicker, does he? He needs, oh, needs, needs a kicker somewhere. Uh, can't say anything else. Well, Melvin Gordon is get, currently getting zero points for the Baltimore Ravens, so he might need to swap that out as um, well, Will Ollie. I don't think he's got another running back. He just needs to bloody put in Taysom Hill, doesn't he? I don't think he's got another running back, though, has he? Nah, because no. Akers did his leg, didn't he? Yeah. So it might... He might need to find a, uh, a, a running back somewhere. It might, um, yeah, it might be a Melvin Gordon on the practice squad starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame you can't put Taysom Hill in at running back for him. Oh, be, got some would, points from. Would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. Just give yeah. him like a put the, the Joker card next to him. You know, like that. You know, in like even the Premier League one, you can just put anyone on. And you just give him get like triple points, extra points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should just be able to slot in at any position. Nice. Yeah. I think uh, Stocks will probably get some uh, players together and get himself a better percentage there and probably end up winning this. So, the hell. Yeah. Right. Middle of the road battle now. Dan and his Finn Supers have lost the five uh, last five games. And this week they go up against Mark and his Rolling with Gnomes who have actually snuck up into the playoffs. Uh, week four. This Weirdly, the last three games have all been week four. Shoffs. Uh, Dan took the spoils here as well. Storm, it does look like Dan is going to win this one. Uh, could he snap his streak or will Mark actually just keep climbing and get a win here? I don't know. What's the percentage say, sir? Uh, the percentage is 59 to 41 in favour of Mark. Oh, nice. Ooh. 244 to 283. Oh, good one. So that looks like Dan's just going to keep on falling then, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's that's, that's good news for me because if that if Dan loses and which he's planned to do so, and Thacker loses, which he's planned to do so, I don't even have to worry about my game. <laughs> you get your start. <laughs> who's got uh, who's got Dan's pick this round? Twenty four pick. 
24 first? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Uh, don't actually know, is it? Well, it could be a top three of that one. Because remember, the um, the picks go off your final, the bottom picks go off your final finishing position before playoffs, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So he uh, needs to start being better, eh? Yeah, for sure. Um, the matchups I've gone for in this one, I've gone for Travis Stocks Etienne. Stocks has it. Stocks has got it. Yeah, so that's a Stocks top, has got it. Right, he's loving life, isn't he? He's loving life winning and getting a top three pick. Yeah, of course he is. Um, wasn't Stocks one of the ones that was against how we did it as well last year? Um, didn't go off the, you know, the, the toilet bowl. I can't remember. No, I think he was happy with the toilet bowl. Yeah. I think it was just because it went against him this time round, whereas before it went against him when it was the toilet bowl, when he yeah. was when he was rubbish. <laughs> oh yeah. And then he went when he got better, he was like, oh crap, yeah. I see what you mean. So yeah, I've gone for. ETN versus Montgomery. Montgomery is predicted to come back at some point this week, potentially. Uh, we've seen how well Gibbs has done um, in his absence. The Lions are playing the Chargers, which means they're going to have a field day, both of them probably. <laughs> um, and then I've gone for Scary Terry and Jacoby. First Jacoby for Dan. And then Komet versus Pitts. Jacoby mm, seems like the main man, the, mo- the main man in Las Vegas, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. That was the worst. Let like, I don't know what the Pats were doing. They let go of Jacoby Myers, who knew this their system, who got a deal at Las Vegas, and then they signed Juju, Juju. for exactly exactly the same money and as Myers quiet. got. And he's been, yeah, it's been absolutely shit. It doesn't know the system. So <laughs> that made absolutely no sense when they were going to pay Juju anyway for Myers' money. Yeah, why don't you keep Myers who can actually play? It's probably because he, was he the, the season that he threw the ball away to Las Vegas at the end of the season? Yeah, I think so. Maybe that's why he got sent away. Didn't they also <laughs> pay Devontae Parker as well at the Pets? Yeah, I think so. And he's been absolute pants. <laughs> like, I don't even think he's on anyone's team. I don't think he's on anyone's team. Definitely in a redraft, he's not. I'm not sure about uh, Dynasty. Um, I'll have a quick look. Probably a Mark's team, to be honest. Devontae Parker is a free agent. Yeah. Mad. Uh, they probably played Juju more money because he can dance on people's logos. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, Stomo, who's next? Next up, we have Susie and her father Chiefs going up and against an old rival, Rob and the Thorny Hornets. Rob's team have struggled the season with some games, but have taken some games close, but have fallen shy. Rob and Susie met in the first game of the season where Rob won. This game could go either way. And uh, how's that prediction looking right now there, sir? At uh, the moment, Susie is on 53%, Robin 47, 270 to 256. Oh, so it is. It Ooh, is so ex- yeah, really close. close. This one's That's slightly... only one player different. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. This one's very interesting because this is the one that involved the swap and the trade. So Alan for Susie is going up against Herbert for Rob, but whether Rob actually plays Herbert this week due to that other performer he's got. Then you've got 
Harris, who used to be on Susie's team, and then you've got Cook. Harris is on Rob's team, and Cook is Susie's uh, rookie that she picked up last year, who's now the or is supposed to be the main running back in Buffalo, but we don't actually know. Uh, and then we've got an inner in a team battle with Godwin going up against Evans. Nice. Who was that? Yeah, at the moment he's got uh, Lawrence in as uh, Rob. Oh, has he? And uh, that other running back that went with Harris oh, was, was, Rashad, was yeah. White, and yeah, she's nice. playing him. So yeah. it's be an interesting one to see how this goes down. Especially when your old players hurt you. Yeah. Tough ones. Yeah. Cool. Last she's still game. got uh, Puka Nukua to take out of her um, team. Yeah. So there's still a bit of swapping around going on. Mm. A few bits and bobs uh, still to do. Yeah. Sweet. Finishes off on site. Okay. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Week 10's game of the week. I'm just, I want to, I want to stroke your egos, guys, you know. Uh, to finish <laughs> the week 10 premium matches, we've had the big pod battle. Pitsy versus Storm. The strong side cornbread face off once again with the Wreck City Thunder. These guys met in week six where Pitsy got the win. Both teams are on good winning streaks. So unfortunately, for one, that ends this week. And at the moment... It looks like it will end for Storm, who is 38% to 62% for Pitsy. 292 Ooh. to 239. When you put your socks on this morning, Stormer, did you ever think that you were starting Zach Wilson as you call him? Listen, listen, okay. <laughs> hey, he's got a ring. He won, he won a championship ring on my team. Yeah, exactly. Listen, <laughs> listen. This is supposed to be my boy Kirk. He's supposed to be playing. It was, you're right. And then I've got no, away. I've got no other quarterback. Um and I was speaking to Mark the other day and I was speaking to Daffer the other day, not realizing or looking far enough ahead that I don't have a quarterback for week ten. And obviously giving them telling them who I would pick up. And now they both picked up quarterbacks that I would supposedly should have picked up when I told them to. <laughs> <laughs> so even I picked up Gardner Minshew as well, mate. Come on. Yeah. So I was like, oh God. So yeah, it's looking like it's gonna be Wilson. <laughs> I was in one of my leagues, I was just looking now, Wilson scored like minus three points. <laughs> Please don't get me minus three points, Wilson. Um, well, if, so, if you're that if you're that desperate, Storm, you could always go for DeVito. I did. I did see Danny DeVito in there, you know. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll have a think. Suppose Carson Wentz is out there as well, whether he'll start. You know, they're all sound like world beaters, so it doesn't. I don't think of those three available. Just, you know, tip for tat, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Unless I am, well, I might, uh, might have a look see if anyone wants to give me a quarterback for a third, because you know I like. I mean, it. they are against. He is against uh, the Raiders, so. You never know. Yeah, we don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this season, he's got he's got a 47 points against Kansas City Chiefs, so... Never yeah, there, is, there is one big game on there, and that's against the Chiefs, man. That's, defense is good. I'll see if... Um, I'll have a look. I'll decide whether I want to spend a third on a quarterback or if anyone wants to give me one up. I don't know. We'll, 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 I'll keep it in mind. Well... Uh, yeah, you go get Murray. He's supposed to start this week, isn't he? So, Stocks owns Murray, doesn't he? Now, uh, no, Murray's Dan doesn't. Doesn't Dan? No, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure Dan traded him to Stocks. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, yeah Stocks so. is still got Howell in his team, so he's playing Howell with Stocks. Yeah, he's so, a good one. So where do you want that sawdust delivered? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, Stocks, has got Gina, Stocks has got Gino Smith, Kenny Pickett, Kyle Murray, and uh, Sam Howell. So you got all sorts that you can go out. So Mahomes and a third for... Kenny Pickett. Kyler. Kenny Pickett, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stocks is thrown it in. I know, I'm not throwing a towel. Storm's throwing his towel. Um, players have gone for, and I've got a couple of good players back though, so I'm not, I'm not too worried. Um, I've got, you know, just got to hope and pray that Wilson shags someone's mom the night before and performs really, really well. Really goes for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not too much. I don't want him tired. Just you know, good just enough, enough to perform. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I've got AA Ron versus Brees. I've got Amon Ra against Tank, and we know what Tank did last week. And I've got Ingram versus Hawk. Uh, yeah, because those are the ones I've gone for in this. this Have you seen, uh, um, of all my wide receivers that I'm playing, my three wide receivers stack up like this. Dotson, Dell, Moore. Not a Hill, not a Debo, not a Cup or in, in sight there. Yeah, mad, eh? Mm. All your big dogs. To be fair, like, I'm missing my... I'm missing Kelsey, my Eagles D, and a, a quarterback of some stature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it should be good. What it a, should be good. What a, time, what a time to go get up against you, that's for sure. Plus, I just I just beat you in Robin Wood as well, so, you know. You did. I think we're just, we're just having our turns this, this season, I think. Yeah, how did we do in the uh, YFL? I can't remember that. And we're both six and two. You're top, I'm second, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, th- size also, I think the top four of us with size also in the top four. And I think, is it Thacker maybe? We're all six and two in the top in the Secret League. Mm. Fair. Exciting times. Exciting times. Right, Mr. Big Stuff. Let's go for it. Mr. Big Stuff. Who do you think you are? Okay, so you ready for this? So we'll go yeah. over the ones that are predicted the highest, and then I'll tell you some of the games, and then we'll yep. go for our, our picks, yeah? yeah? So predicted highest quarterbacks are Allen, Burrow, and Herbert. Running back, Eckler, CMC, Etienne. Wide receiver, Chase, Diggs, Keenan Allen. Tight end, Hawk, Ingram, Andrews. Kicker, Bass. And... Defense, Cowboys, Jets, and Steelers. Officially all owned. No free agents on that one. Ooh. Okay, so matchups. Oh, there's a nice little snooze fest. Carolina versus Chicago. So the Panthers versus the Bears. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can watch that. Not even on 40 catch-up. You can watch that. Seven-minute highlights, that one. (laughs) Sorry, Rob. (laughs) Um, We've got the Browns versus the Ravens. The Niners versus... Jacksonville Jags, Saints versus the Vikings, Packers versus Pittsburgh Steelers. That will be a thriller too, I think. Detroit Lions versus the Chargers, Broncos versus the Bills, the Washington Commanders versus the Seahawks. And there's a few others. There's four uh, nine o'clock games for us this week. Yes. You say that, but it's... The only game there that I really want to watch is Detroit versus the Chargers. Is that, the one on the, you, is that, is that on the TV? 
that's yeah, yeah, 905. I don't know if it's on TV or not. I don't know. But it's on 905. I then can't you've got... This is the 925 game they put on on the 905 game. It's the 925 game. 925. Yeah. So Sky you've got Giants-Dallas, Giants which is probably the one that they're going to put on. Ugh. That's that's going to be disgusting to watch. Then you've got Washington-Seahawks. That's probably actually going to be an all right game. It should be. And then you've got Jets versus uh, Raiders, which, again, could be disgusting but it could also be fantastic so <laughs> uh, one also to watch it said there's another Germany game it's Indianapolis versus New England at 2.30pm another Germany game I thought yeah, we were yeah. done with international no no this is a, there's another one so another Germany game Indy versus just, New England Indy versus New York yeah, that would be riveting as well I think yeah so that's cool. a half past two on Sunday as well so so, who are we going, gentlemen, for your highest? Who's your, who do you think is going to be the highest scoring quarterback? Um, right, let's have a look. Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer, Sire? Yeah? No. <laughs> Just trying to get my hopes Jared. up. I'm going Jared Goff. Nice. Against that Chargers team. Actually, your oh. defense was pretty good, though, wasn't it? Nice. I'm still going Jared Goff doing it. He's going to have a game. I think it's going to come from the Texans-Bengals game. It'll either be Burrow or Stroud. Um, Burrow. Burrow, nice. And I'm going to go that Detroit Chargers game is going to be a shootout and Herbert's going to have a redemption game. Ooh, we're going to go me versus you on that quarterback then, hey? Nice. Okay, running backs? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go Monty because I think he's back this week. I think he's coming back. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to absolutely dick all over New England in Germany. That's nice. exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> You're both, you're both you, going JT. You can go. Here you go, JT. It's fine. Yeah, I, I think so. Cool. Wide receivers. I'm going to go... C.E. Lamb against New York Giants, I think, could. You're going Lamb. I'm going to go Diggs again. It's got to be his week. I'm telling you, one of these weeks. You just keep going for him. He's <laughs> against Dem Denver this week, so it's a good yeah. get-right get game, is that? Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I'm changing mine. I'm going to go with uh, Michael Pittman. I think India are going to stuff New, uh, New England. So I'm going to go with Pittman. In, in Germany, you're a brave man. Yep, doing it. That's two. Yeah, nice. Metcalf. DK, nice. It's about time that he got a, a good game, isn't he? I, th I think it'll be a high-scoring game in, in, uh, in Seattle and, and their home as well. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm yep. going to go Ingram as my tight end. Nice. I'm going to go with Ferguson for Dallas. Oh, tight end. Oh, I could have doubled down with the whole Goff thing and gone with Laporta against Chargers. Mm -hmm. Could have. No, 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 I'm going Ferguson. Maybe just put a little side note that I mentioned Port Laporta. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, mate. As long as Duffer doesn't start in Tyson Hill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good call. Yeah, good call. Okay. Kick out. Uh, 
Justin Tucker. Tucker. I'm going to go Hopkins for Cleveland. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, a kicking battle, is that, isn't it? Baltimore versus Cleveland. Two big Ds. Mm. Just going to kick the shit out of each other. Two big Ds just whopping about, kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah, and literally just going to have to use the kicker to kick the shit out of each other, too. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Coup. You'll like Coup. You're starting him this week, yeah? I don't know. Like you said, the the Chargers game could be a shootout, so Dicker could, you know, probably. Yeah, it's one of the two, but Coup's pretty reliable from. 50 yards out, and if he gets a couple of those, it'll be number 15, 20 points. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders against that Jets from and Wilson getting destroyed. No, no I'm, not. no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Cowboys. Be bad, bad karma for me. Against the Giants, yeah. After they put up, what, 90 points on them last, the first game of the, game of the year? Yeah, it's yeah. hard not to do, eh? And no, I'm going to go Danny New York Jets against Las Vegas. I'm going to go Jets against Las Vegas. You're going Jets. You're going Cowboys. It's hard to see past the Cowboys, you know. Uh, who's going to have a rookie quarterback? Dobbs? No, Dobbs is going to dick on them there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to see past the Cowboys, to be honest. I'm going to go Cowboys as well. Fair. Sweet. I enjoyed that one. That was good. And let's see. Like we, we need to beat one one point. I think that's what we've got so far. So, Yeah. We're all doing fantastic. Maybe Sal will bring us some luck. I had a good week, the, a couple of weeks. When we first did it, I uh, I got some honourable mentions. I think that's as <laughs> close, close as I got, didn't it? The participation certificate. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, that's that's I'm like well. that's like pickings. It's like yeah, you got a touchdown. If only you didn't drag, drag your feet and just step out of bounds of, like, on the one yard line. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, dear. Anyway, Sai, amazing to have you back on. Ah, thank you for having me. No, it's been, it's good. been a good pod. Good pod. Good format. Well, yeah, we'll see one, this. one that's been voted for. So. Yeah, even though from my rec- recollection, this is a, almost an hour and a half's worth of work that we've just done, which is pretty good going. Our stocks will yeah. be happy. Yeah, that's a good pot. I like a long one. This, I'll finish this short, probably yeah. on my way home on Friday if I listen. Yeah. Maybe it's like one, one day go the longer way. I'll, I'll, I'll get it all in. <laughs> I have to put it on uh, 1.5 uh, speed to get it through. <laughs> I'll get it on in the kitchen when I um when I cook and then the kids are like, Dad, why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it's got explicit um you know, they can't listen. Uh, they'll be watching the TV, they won't hear it, they'll only hear it if they come in the kitchen. Okay. I'll say, hey Finley. <laughs> do, do you do like in um uh, Ricky Bobby Here, earmuffs? That's it. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, boys, thank you very much. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Ballers bags. <laughs>